Hello, and welcome to another Northwood Tales Spoopy Podcast. It's not really that spoopy today, but... Yeah, you picked a you picked a, an odd one. This is but, a little bit more mellow. No, but it's extra spoopy because it's real. You could see it with your eyeballs. You could go there mm-hmm. for both and locations. Actually, We're gonna talk about two different locations. Yeah. Yeah. What's the first one you got for us today? Yeah, so we're all familiar with state parks, national parks. Oh, we love them. And stuff like that. So the first one is going to be a state park, Blue Mound State Park, and it's located in the southwestern portion of Minnesota near Iowa and South Dakota. And actually, it's home to one of Minnesota's three native cactus species, which oh. I didn't realize that we had, but we do. So it's a prickly pear cactus. And it's also home to the most genetically pure line of bison, which oh. I was very happy about. I love the Because buffalo. most of them are bred because of, like, farming and stuff like that. So, like, they have bred with, like, cattle and stuff like that. They're, like, a little bit of, like, intermingling it's and whatnot. commercialism. <laughs> yeah. So there's this, they've, like, tested them and they're pretty genetically pure to how they were, like, however many hundreds of thousands of years thousands hundred of years ago that's cool yeah so just so just some little things about the location um the park also got its name from a linear cliff of pink sioux quartzite that from the distance looks kind of blue in color um or at least that's what the early um euro-americans thought and that's what they saw from a distance. And it looked blue. Which is, I wonder if that has to do with like the sunset that it kind of reflects. Because it's like a pink quartzite. So up close, it does not look blue at all. But that's what gave it its name. Quartz. <laughs> quartz, though. But quartzite. Yeah. Um, so now let's get into... Why it's spoopy. Why it's spoopy. Yeah, at the top of the cliff, there's a linear rock wall that runs 1,200 feet long. And what's interesting with this rock wall is that it lines up with the sunrise and sunset on the spring and fall equinox. Like it lines up almost, you can like set it by a compass is what somebody said, it like lines up during those two things. And nobody really knows what, like who made it, how it came to be. Stuff like that. Um, and some people say it's even Minnesota's version of England's Stonehenge. So <laughs> Minnesota has Stonehenge here. Um, there's a couple of theories of how the wall came to be. One of them is the white immigrants constructed it to be a fence for farming, which could be, you know... I don't have a lot of pictures for us to I'd look be at. very determined if you're going to build your own mountain mm-hmm. yeah but you can see scroll down a little bit of the picture that i added in there i took it from google maps and you can see that it runs and i drew the arrows in you can see that it runs all the way across where the red arrow is and then where the blues are that's the natural formation of the curve of the rest of the quartzite in the area isn't that interesting, though? It's like a, a literal line that you can see on Google Maps if you go to the Blue Mounds State Park. Huh. Which, the white immigrants could be a thing. 
for farming. Another theory is that it was a barrier to help Indians or Native Americans funnel stampeding bison off the cliff during hunts, which is another thing. You know, mm-hmm. it just still seems a little suspicious that it would line up with the... the Perfectly yeah, this, lined up. Yeah, the equinox. What did I say? It was spring and fall. Yeah. And then lastly, people think <laughs> it was ancient people that laid out the stones to keep track of the seasons. <laughs> Aliens. <laughs> they could have helped them in the process, potentially. I'm surprised they haven't talked about this on Ancient yeah. Aliens. But, but I know it's small. That. Just like, we're here, we were, even the university that we went to, you could major in geology mm-hmm. and all that. And, and my cousin know. does that, and she hasn't mentioned anything about Blue Mountains. We've went to Rochester before to look at the rock formations and the fossils and stuff like that. But yeah, it's not something that I've heard of before, before I actually like dwelled into like different like, oh, what's weird? What's considered, like, a weird formation, weird landmark in Minnesota? Yeah, and that was really, one of them nothing that Nothing really comes up. to mind. Mm-mm. Yeah. But that Spooky I'm not... Spooky that it's quartz. Yeah, the quartzite. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I don't know. Like, the, the most... The theory that I think is the most accurate is probably the Native Americans making, like, a kind of like a stampeding wall or like a wall to help them kind of stampede them off and just you know kill them that way make it easier for hunting um surveys and excavation of the wall in the 1980s however concluded that the wall was built after the mid 1800s researchers are still unaware of how the structure came to be so everyone's still speculating nobody knows for sure how it came to be who built it, why it was built, we still don't really know. It's all just a bunch it's of theories. still here. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, nobody's still... touched it. It's part of a state park now, so no one can... Oh, yeah, you can. I don't think legally touch nope. it. That's good. That means we can go there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that one's an easy one. It's a, probably about a three-hour drive for us. Hmm. Might not be the best time of the year to see it, because there's still snow on the ground, and it's very cold <laughs> up here in Minnesota. Eh, we'll be fine. Yeah. And then according no, to fun. a park nationalist or naturalist, um, it's more than a quirk of geology. It's his quote unquote, it's definitely man-made. The stones are arrow straight east and west. You can set a compass by them. The stones are mostly the familiar pink quartzite that's found in many places in the region. And they range um, in size from a hefty handful to the size of like a car engine. So... It would take a lot of effort to move some of the yeah. larger stones. Little stones are going to be a little bit easier. And it's more believable that it was like the Native Americans or like the white immigrants because it is the pink quartzite. It's not some weird stone that had to be moved from like the West Coast or the East Coast or something that you couldn't get your hands on. So it, it seems less of like an actual like extraterrestrial sort of thing. Just because the stones are there, you know? But it's an interesting concept to think about. But if it's quartz... It has more energy than associated with it. So who, you know, who really knows? It could be aliens. It could be. Or aliens are like, hmm, this stuff, human, Mm -hmm. dig this up and move it. But then why would they decide to have them do the equinox lineup? 
with the sunrise and sun sunset. What do you think would be the benefit to that? Clock? Maybe it's a giant clock or a calendar. It's the Minnesota calendar. <laughs> so in that in that sense do you think that like the like ancient people they said it was built approximately in the 1800s just because so a bunch of women in like corsets and big old poofy dresses trucked along this field. Well, and when you think about it, that's only like 200 some years ago, but that's when they said that they thought the structure came to be. So it wasn't too long ago. It's not like no. the Mayans and stuff like that mm -hmm. that are like old. I think Stonehenge wasn't that old. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, ev everything is older than this, that's mm -hmm. for sure. So it's interesting to think if it was extraterrestrial... That it was a they more came down recent. In the 1800s. It's a more recent visit, yeah. Oh. Well, they still would have no idea in the 1800s that yeah. it, like, what are these things? Some futuristic. <laughs> is that how steampunk is invented? <laughs> Aliens came down oh. in the 1800s. No. There was we some just sort opened of up a fandom. <laughs> You never know. A fandom in Tumblr just exploded out of a grave. Like, what? <laughs> it's time. But yeah, I think for the most part, though, it it seems pretty legit that it was like a like a native person or like people yeah. in the area the, it was, that built it. It's just interesting. There's a plot to it. We just that there's don't something. Know it. Yeah, maybe it has to do with like a compass or like a calendar or something like that. That would make the most sense. So that's the first state park that I wanted to discuss. It's not soup, not nothing crazy, but it's still interesting. It's, it's a the, the coincidence of that, because yeah, how would they know without well modern technology now? How they would know that how long they would have to wait for the equinoxes yeah. to be like okay, start here, mm -hmm. and now make this line and make figure it, it out. Yeah, so that's pretty interesting. Okay, the next park that I want to talk about is Devil's Kettle. Oh, is the um, devil brewing up some tea? He could be. Oh, no. <laughs> um, it's located in Judge C.R. Magny State Park. And Where that's that? up, 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 up the North Shore towards the Canadian border. Oh, we were up there. Mm -hmm. Like Grand oh, Marais. No. Yeah. Oh, no. So up towards like Gooseberry Falls and stuff like that. I don't think we've gone as far north to go see Devil's Kettle. No. But it's up the North Shore if you're going towards the border. We were close to it. Mm-hmm. Uh. Yeah, so the interesting thing about Devil's Kettle is it's a waterfall, but it splits into, like, two different falls. One go like, it continues, you can visually see it, it continues down, and the other one kind of goes into this, like, crater or this hole, which is the kettle. Not filled with tea. No, yeah. And nobody really knows where it goes is the big mystery behind this. It just kind of vanishes down the hole. It just kind of disappears. Oh. And there's been studies, and I'll talk about that in a bit, studies of where it goes, does it resurface on the other end, or does it just kind of disappear into like an underground cavern? Nobody really knows for sure. It's another dimension. It could be another dimension. Oh. Because it says, for years, people have tried to figure out where the water goes after descending into the hole. 
They have tossed things from like ping pong balls, um, like branches and stuff like that, but they've all seemed to vanish, fueling speculation that part of the waterfall might flow from for miles underneath ground, carrying debris down to the distant shores of Lake Superior or off to some underground cavern. So all this stuff. Thrown down ping pong balls, those float. Right? So they think that, that you would oh. see them. That's, that's probably the mindset behind like the ping pong balls. They're like throwing them down to see where they end up. Because if they float, you're going to notice it. Yeah. You know? And then something oh. that I find really interesting is apparently they, ha they don't monitor like what objects get thrown down there by tourists, which people aren't supposed to be throwing stuff down there. Oh, but yeah. Like they tell them not to, but does it really do it. does it really stop people from doing it? Um, and there's local legends that say that people have thrown televisions, refrigerators, and even a car down the hole, which I find unlikely. A car? I don't believe that's true. I think people are just doing it just for stories, be, yeah. just for for clout, quote unquote. Oh. <laughs> which there's no way, from looking at the picture, there's no way that, like, a car could fit down there. No, you would at least hit or hurt a tree. And, like, geographically, like, there's, no there's no way you can actually, yeah. Geographically, maybe a television, like a small tube TV or something, well, even flat screens now. Like, maybe you could haul it up there, hike up. chuck the TV. Hike up the... to the top of the fall and throw it in there, but not that's a car. It's not worth the energy that's wasted hauling a TV no. up the mountain. And I'm pretty sure a park ranger would catch someone with that big of an item, hooking it up the side of the, the falls just to chuck it down there. Oh, but that, that I thought that was funny. Um, and another rumor that isn't, there isn't a single like report or like evidence that this happened was that people have fallen in and like dead bodies have been thrown in there but there hasn't uh, been any news articles so that's probably just another rumor i hope so because if we're not finding anything that falls yeah. in right and someone just like slips in yeah oh no but you if someone were to fall if your like friend or family member fell in you would say something but oh, there haven't 100%. been reports of that obviously Good, you're not so going to report you're not going to report your own self like dumping a body into the water you know <laughs> i'd like to so, re like report a murder so i can see how that would you know no articles of that if the body disappears no one's going to know about it so but i still That's find so both of that very unlikely that that would happen. Don't fall into this crater, okay? Yes, don't get too Stop close. It. Because nobody knows where it goes. No, I don't want to see you anywhere near this. <laughs> Jeez, let alone, that's a heavy drop. That It's not just like a little hop into a puddle. Yeah, like, it's a lot of rocks. A lot of rocks, yeah, jagged edges. Hurt. Like, Not only are you going to disappear, you're going to get bruised along the yeah. way. You don't want to go cliff diving here, that's for sure. <laughs> oh my God. Can you imagine? Please don't. You won't come back. <laughs> okay, so here's some science that I found behind Devil's Kettle that I got from, I think it was the Minnesota like conservation website. The DNR website posted Ooh. a field note uh, back in 2017 written by a DNR information officer, Sherry Zeppelin. And she said, DNR spring shed mapping hydrologist Jeff Green and other scientists have long thought that the water that enters Devil's Kettle didn't divert through a, like a hidden channel to the lake but rather resurfaced in the river downstream hmm. 
And then fast forward, well, this article, I think I got the, the years wrong because I said fast forward to fall of 2016, but it's probably later in the year of 2017. Um, hydrologist Heather Emerson and John Libby measured water flow above Devil's Kettle at 123 cubic feet per second, which Jeez. I'm assuming this is before like it splits. That they're measuring it so they can measure it outside, like once they get further downstream. Um, and then several hundred feet below the waterfall, the water was flowing at 123 cubic feet per second. So in the world of stream gauging, these two numbers are essentially the same and are within the tolerances of the equipment. John, what is it? John Green? Or no, <laughs> the <John> writer. <laughs> He's here. No, John Libby explains... Um, and the readings show no loss of water below the kettle, so it confirms the water is resurging into the stream below. Oh. Where that happens, though, they never specify. They yeah, just confirm. the stream? It's a where couple hundred the... feet below it, but apparently... So it's underground? No, it's oh. above ground. Okay. Um, so apparently they gauged it at the top of the falls, and it was the same as the stream at the end, so I think the... What is it? The speed is the same. Hmm. I'm not too big into all the science stuff. So if it makes sense to any of you guys out there, I'm still trying to kind of wrap my head around the numbers of it and how to actually like gauge water flow and stuff like that. Well, so it depends on the time of year because during the winter or like in the spring, everything mm -hmm. melts. So it'll be faster and heavier. Yeah. But in like the summer or the fall. Summer. Yeah, and I'm sure they took that in con into consideration too, what time of the year that they did it, and like, you know, all that stuff. Um, yeah, and, oh, it's Jeff Green. Jeff Green plans to conduct a dye trace with her colleague. Oh, wow, I really did a lot of typos in here. Jeff Green plans to conduct a trace die trace with his colleague Calvin Alexander to show where the water resurfaces in the fall during low water flow hmm. and they will pour a vegetable based dye into the hole so then that way they can confirm their theories they've already kind of confirmed it with um, the water gauging that it is the it's the same at both spots so it eventually meets downstream but where that is I'm not quite sure so I think that's huh. what the dye, I think that's where the dye comes in. I hope it's like really vibrant dye because the lake and all the rivers surrounding it, it's not like light blue, yeah. clear water. It's I think it's like, like a luminescence. I don't know if they have okay. to like shine a black something light? and yeah, I'm not sure. I think it's like a luminescent sort of material, vegetable based material that they put in there. And as far as the mysteriously disappearing items, water, force, and fluid dynamics offer an explanation. Alexander explains, the plunge pool below the kettle is an unbelievably powerful system of recircling currents capable of disintegrating material and holding it underwater until it resurfaces at some point downstream. So it just holds you down there and rips you apart? And then spits you out later? That's, yeah. 
So that's, it sounds like it's Jeez. powerful enough to like rip apart, well, like biodegradable stuff I can see it doing, like twigs and that, like being able to, you know, just kind of float around and do whatever. But like if people are dropping like bigger things down there, like the, like the rumors were, a there's, fridge. there's no way that that would make it through. That would clog everything up, you'd think. Yeah. Like it's, it's powerful, but like, dang, <laughs> I feel like. For it to have enough power to do that? That's crazy. Yeah, no one go by the... No one fall in. Yeah, who... We, we don't know. You can't even wear your life jacket. It's just go pushy under. Yeah, that, no, that's not a good idea to, to do that. And legally, do not throw anything down here because you're probably going to get fined. It's You're going to upset legal. the aliens that are down there. Pushing things into another dimension. Okay, so I... Like I said, they were going to go do the vegetable dye to trace it. Yes. Correct? But they never returned to Devil's Kettle to perform this. Did they get kidnapped by aliens? No. But according to the Judge Magni State Park manager, um, there was not a significant scientific reason to return to Devil's Kettle to perform the dye trace study. Why would that be? Wait, so they were all ready to do this experiment, and then they're like... Never mind. Yeah. So we still don't know. They never did the dye test. They've confirmed... I smell a conspiracy. That, right? They confirmed that it meets at the end because the water levels and pressure and everything is there. But yet they didn't go through with the dye test, which doesn't make any sense. Did they get threatened by the men in black? <laughs> Not like the men in black, the movie, but like people who like are aliens and they keep you from talking about aliens. Yeah. Is there, like, some underground cavern or something that we don't know about that, like, they didn't want Aliens. anyone to find? And this is back. They have they did these tests back, what is it, 2020 now? Three years what ago. What we could do is get, like, one of those little, like, sensors that they put in, like, stuff and you can see where it goes. Just drop one of those in there and then run away. <laughs> and then we'll follow it on the computer. Too bad they can't, like, live stream a phone and throw it down there and be like, oh, what is down here? <laughs> If you put it in one of those waterproof cases mm -hmm. that are like also like break, you know, drop proof. Yeah. Well, that's a lot of money uh, to invest in. You throw a, a GoPro down there. Right. But then you'd have to recover the GoPro though. So it'd have to be like a live stream. Yeah. But who knows if you cut off like Wi Fi or internet down there because it is rock. Like I could cut off. And if it's another dimension, it's just gonna like cut out because it's, it's in another cut out. dimension. It's just gonna go black. So I find that really interesting that they were going to go ahead and, like, research this more in like, depth. no. Nah. No, yeah. And you, you, they didn't, which is very strange to me. And it's not like the public can go and do their own research because it's not legal. Like, yeah. you're not allowed to. It's a, it's a state park. So I, it's kind of fishy. Spooky. Yeah. It's spooky. It's really fishy. It was all hunky-dory. Until they just, unless they really out. don't think it's worthwhile to test it, but if everyone's been speculating for so long, you think you'd want to put it to rest. Oh yeah. Or at least be like, oh yeah, we decided to do this thing and we figured it out. And plus, it would be such good info on how like waterfalls work. Mm hmm. Yeah. Because you see people jumping in waterfalls all the time, like in movies, Tomb Raider. You know, you just jump in the waterfall yeah and they survive 
but obviously not this one. Right? So you, I feel like this would be quite the find yeah. to figure out how this one works. I wish they would have done it. That would have been super cool. I thought at that point, because when I was researching this, I saw that, like, oh, they're going to do dye tests. Yeah. I was like, oh, I'm going to find an article that, like, confirms, like, that is true. Where There's nothing, like, weird down there. It doesn't just stop. It doesn't just, like, eat things. <laughs> like, it's not another dimension. And I didn't get an answer. And I was very, I, I didn't know what to think disappointed <laughs> oh yeah a little disappointed but also now i'm like curious like yeah. what is down there like if it does mean we're up, not going down there we're not going down there no one should go down there leave it to the scientists who know what they're doing the hydrologists well, you know who knows if they with said with respect if they know what they're doing if they just decided to dip out yeah. unless they got talked at by aliens and then they're like oh okay yeah we won't we won't do this <laughs> the aliens had to come in and interview and be like no <laughs> they just we're slap not them. Doing this. get out of here this is our dimension i just it's just so interesting that they didn't go through with it at least with like blue hmm. mounds that we talked about there's like yes. evidence to like point like oh this isn't anything weird like it's this, just a couple of mounds. People people have probably set it up for either farming or like hunting or something like that, which totally it's totally makes sense. It's just very convenient about yes. the time of the year. Yes. But now with Devil's Kettle, I think it's a little bit more suspicious. <laughs> Don't be suspicious. Don't be suspicious. <laughs> just because it's like they had it within their grasps and they didn't do it. And then it. they're like, nah. And they're just like, nah. And I'm like... The people who are following you through this, you don't even give them an answer. We should like reach out to them and be like, hey, did you ever you ever finish this? Yeah, I I'm offended. I am offended. Like That's great. You know. We should at least get close to it. I think it'd be nice to go to the state park and look at both of these. Yeah. I'm definitely not gonna drop anything down it. I don't want to. I don't want to go it near be, it. Cause what if we fall in? Yeah, You'll but it never would be nice to actually go there and physically like see it. Like, oh, okay, yeah. it like looks like this, and you can kind of see how fast the water is moving, yeah. and like from up up the falls and then downstream, you can kind of like, oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Well, I wonder if it's different because now it's below freezing. If they can actually get the waterfall to like freeze, I don't think that'll be able to happen. But it'd be cool to like if it was frozen to get. To like, I don't know, throw a rope down there and yeah, and we yeah, just from down. looking at the picture, you can't really tell how big the hole is. No, I don't know if an actual well, sky. if a car could go down it, theoretically, a human could go down it if those theories are uh, true. Yeah, or not theories, uh, the rumors. Rumors. <laughs> but yeah, they they could actually do so. But maybe it's because it's a state park. Maybe they don't have actual. Or it's aliens. <laughs> Maybe they just don't have the authority to go in there. Because the but... aliens said no. <laughs> I don't know. We'll go there eventually. Not when it's below freezing. No. Because that's yeah. too Yeah, but cold. it would be nice to go go there and physically see it for ourselves just to see what all, yeah. the, all the fuss is about with it. Yeah. Because it, it looks really cool from the pictures. For sure. Same with Blue Mounds, too. Even just like actual hiking up there, it would be really mm -hmm. fun. Yeah, and we'll find some purebred buffaloes. Yes. <laughs> cool.
Cool. Well, we'll end it. If you know anything about these two topics, let us know. If you've ever been there, mm-hmm. let us know what you think. Do not go in the devil's kettle. Do not. That's why they call it the devil's kettle. I will find you. you <laughs> I will physically go down there and find you. <laughs> I'll drag your ass out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Thanks for okay. listening. Thanks for watching if you're on the YouTube platform. Yeah, if you're listening to us off of uh, iTunes, Spotify, Google Store style apps, thank you. Because mm-hmm. that's kind of cool. Yeah. Give us a, a like, follow, subscribe, whatever platform you're on. <laughs> whatever you want to do. If you don't want to, that's fine. Yeah, that's too. totally fine. But if you like us, you come back next week. We got another spoopy topic. Spoopy. Maybe it'll be a ghost. Maybe it'll be a ghost. (laughs) I think that's what I got next. Aliens. Aliens, ghosts, who knows? Folklore, myths. ghosts. It's something fun on the next one. Ghosts of an alien. (laughs) Okay. Bye. Bye.